Hi friends, welcome to the second episode of the Let's Celebrate Learning podcast. This podcast is all about brain tips for your classroom. Today, we will chat about the importance of bringing cognitive neuroscience findings into our classroom. I will share over 10 easy to implement strategies in your classroom as soon as you're done listening to this podcast. You might want to take some notes. But before we go to the practical, let me answer this question. Why is cognitive neuroscience so important? Well, neuroscientists study all about the learning process and what works best in the process of learning. It is extremely crucial that we put into practice what we know it works best in the process of teaching and learning so our students can benefit from it for life. We don't want to just teach from the textbook and hope in the lesson sticks. Well, I don't know any teacher who does this, but if you're like me, we need to improve and be more intentional in the use of strategies that are proven to work best in our students' brains. We want the lesson to remain in our students' brain for a very long time, and we want to help them realize that what they learn is relevant and will help them in their real life. This is doable if we get to understand a bit more the organ on which we work the most, the brain. Pilots know their stuff about planes. Dentists know their stuff about teeth. Musicians know their stuff about melody and harmony. And teachers should know their stuff about the brain. Don't you agree? Sadly, in college, we don't have classes about brain functions and learning process. But it is not too late to start using Google to see what neuroscientists are finding and not finding, since there are so many brain myths out there. You can Google it or, and, you can stick with my podcast. Did you know that neuroscientists want to hear from us too? We teachers have a laboratory that is called the classroom. We have much knowledge and findings to share with cognitive neuroscientists. We have experience in the process of teaching and learning. We know what it works. This is a concept known as best practices in the classroom. Classroom can inform neuroscience. Neuroscience can benefit from first-hand findings in classrooms, can benefit from neuroscience's first-hand formal research. In this way, we teachers and scientists can decide if a new brain training technique is worth spending our valuable time implementing or how to decide whether it's worth changing the curriculum to align with new claims about learning. This is what Waldron says. By understanding how the brain develops and works and how this impacts students' behaviors in the classroom, we educators can gain valuable insight into students' strengths weaknesses, interests, learning styles, and behaviors, and are better able to cultivate and foster a positive learning environment. Whitehead comments in 2017, psychologists have studied the brain for centuries. Now it is our turn as teachers. I love this. Okay, now that we know why we should be informed about neuroscience, let me tell you what tips you can start using and why. But the how will be dedicated in each episode for a different strategy. So stay tuned. Let me tell you a few whys of a few brain tips. Tip number one, music. Music improves mood, mental alertness, and memory, among many other things. And in the next episode, we'll talk how to implement music 
in the classroom. But for now, we'll stick just with the whys. Tip number two, movement. Movement improves mood too, increases energy, attention, and memory. Movement is the most transformative thing we can do to our brain, says Dr. Suzuki in a tech talk about movement in the brain. Tip number three, emotional links. Emotionally charged situations can lead students to create longer lasting memories of events. Imagination produces images in the brain, gives ideas and sensations to the mind. It helps solve problems. Tip number five, mnemonics. Mnemonics help students brain better encode and recall important information. It is a simple shortcut that helps them associate the information we want to remember with an image, a sentence, or a word. The brain needs associations. Tip number six, storytelling. Storytelling activates multiple senses in the brain motor, auditory, olfactory, and visual. Story use words that spark the senses, making it easier for the brain to imagine, elaborate, and recall. Each person develops their own unique experience from these experiences. Stories are easier to recall due to the power of their sensory associations. Stories create characters we can identify with. Stories invoke emotion, which is neural activator. Stories come in recognizable sequence, introduction, rise in action, climax, falling, action. Stories provide motivation for action. Storytelling is one of the most powerful techniques we have as humans to communicate with motivate. Cognitive science has long recognized narrative as a basic principle of memory. I have taken all these from research and all these places where I take it from are on my social media platforms, my blogs, you can, you can know where I took them from. Tip number seven, relevance. It turns out the old real and kill method is not only boring, but neurologically speaking, pretty useless. Relevant, meaningful activities that both engage students emotionally and connect with what they already know are what help build neural connections and long-term memory storage, not to mention compelling classrooms. Tip number eight, feeling loved. One of the most powerful relationships we can experience as human beings is the one between student and teacher. When we operate with love, teachers can shape the minds and hearts of their students. Hear this. A micro moment of love literally changes your mind. I will say it again. A micro moment of love literally changes your mind. Tip number nine, declutter. Because it contributes to distraction, stress, and anxiety in students and teachers. Some tips, hide necessary materials in bins, cabinets, or behind curtains. If an item doesn't directly impact student learning, store it or get rid of it. First, organize books, then supplies, finally furniture. Remember, less is more. Leave empty spaces on walls, have an organized space for students' materials, bring plants, lamps, natural incandescent or soft lightning. Put posters at students' eye level, limit glaring, laminated and bright posters. Have less students' desks. Provide more space to move. Tip number 10, smile. 
When the teacher smiles, students feel safe, liked, and loved. Smiles are contagious. Smiling makes you seem courteous, likable, less stressed, and competent. Smiles promote creativity and productivity. Forget what they say. Don't smile before Christmas. Smile since the first day of school. Tip number 11. Change. Change the classroom setting. Change it to a custom. Change the place from where you teach. Change the route where you go to work. Change something in your teaching style. Change something in your classroom. Change is beneficial to our cognitive health. Tip number 12. Nature. Let's bring our students out to nature and nature into our classrooms. Direct exposure to nature is essential for healthy childhood development and for the physical and emotional health of children and adults. Love 2008. On each post that I do on Instagram, I tag teachers who are excelling in doing these strategies. So you don't want to miss that. Again, it is at let's.celebrate.learning. Tip number 13. Frequent breaks. Frequent breaks improve students' capabilities to comprehend, think, imagine, be creative, stay motivated, and come up with new ideas. It also reduces stress and cerebral congestion. Tips, frequent breaks outside of the classroom, mental breaks, maker spades, etc. Tip number 14, review. Without review, most information will be lost from memory. After teaching a lesson, students remember 54% the next day and 21% after two weeks. Review is as important as teaching the lesson for the first time. Review tips, games, flashcards, escape rooms, student-generated questions, review organizers, and many more. Tip number 15 reset. New beginnings, resolutions and goals, new lessons, new units require a great deal of physical and mental strength. To start new and with a renewed strength, we really need to reset. Here are some ways for little and big humans to reset. Less screen time, more time in nature, meditation, playing music, declutter your mind and physical spaces, reduce stress and artificial stimulant food, exercise, good sleep, reflection, focus on being before doing. Tip number 16, reading. Reading rewires the brain. Reading about an experience is like you're living it yourself. Different reading styles create different brain patterns. Reading makes us more empathetic. We make images in our mind while reading. Reading relaxes and boosts our vocabulary. Reading in a foreign language can make our brain grow. So let's try to read more paper books. Reading ability in children is related to the growth of the brain's white matter. And the last one for now, tip number 17. Promote free play. We are talking about play pretend play and games in the classroom. Playing enhances creativity, attention, and independence. It requires imagination, self-control, self-discovery, and decision-making. It improves children's language, behavior, physical development, and social and emotional stability. Well, friends, 
This is all for now. These are a few of the whys that I am going to share with you. I have more on my TBT review games and all kinds of resources that incorporate all these tips in units. So you can find that on my show notes or on my blog, or you can contact me on Instagram or Facebook. Now stay tuned for how to implement all those strategies in a very simple way because we teachers want the how. We want to implement this tomorrow, the minute we enter in our classrooms. And I promise you that these guests that are lined up are going to give you just that. These guests are amazing, brilliant, and knowledgeable. The following episode is all about how to implement music in the classroom. You don't want to miss it. In the meantime, Share this episode with your teacher friends and let's celebrate learning.